I'm taking just a brief moment to tell you about Anchor, which is the platform that I am using to record my podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. And who doesn't want free? There are also certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your iPhone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and have fun doing it. Hello, my beautiful people. So this month and through the month of December, Melinda and I are going to be watching movies and critiquing them. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, We did our first one tonight and it's kind of long, but I think you'll love hearing how much um, Melinda really knows about movies and who's in them. So sit back, have a drink, some hot tea, by the fireplace, with something warm on, and enjoy. Hello, so here we are again, and tonight we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to be doing a review on a movie that has to do with Thanksgiving, since Thanksgiving is just right around the corner. Uh, The name of the movie is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's got two people in it that we will talk about, and also we're going to talk about one of of the actors in it that had quite a few life struggles afterwards. So my co-host Melinda is with us. Hi, Melinda. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Oh, I love having you. Okay, so Melinda is like an expert at this movie. Tell us why. I don't know if I'm necessarily an expert, but I love this movie. I I saw it probably for the first time maybe 10 years back. My father-in-law bought it for me. And, you know, I just went looking for, you know, movies to watch around Thanksgiving did that popped up and I I love Steve Martin it's one of my favorite actors and I'm just like this is perfect and it ended up being just a movie I just was drawn to so I watch it the moment summer's done <laughs> and my fall decorations go up and I watch it right up until Thanksgiving so you you watch it every year every year yeah okay multiple times every year so um so obviously I watched it or I wouldn't be able to talk about it either. Um, what do you think that Steve Martin is like way funnier now than he was then? Um, you know, I don't know. Most of the stuff that I've watched with him in it has been like in the 80s. Some of the, you know, I think he had one where he played um the father that had uh, in the movie, it may have been Bonnie Hunt with him. They had like a bunch of kids, mm-hmm. cheaper by the dozen. Yep. I liked him in that one. Um, but I, I like the older stuff. 
Yeah. So do you like stupid funny? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll admit okay. that. <laughs> so let's 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 let I'm gonna go ahead and let you like describe parts of the movie. What makes what made you like it so much? Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, just starting out, it, um Steve Martin's character, his name is Neil Page in the movie. And he's very straightforward, almost seems like by the book. And it, like, he's got the way his life is going and, and, and that's it. And I'm kind of the same way mm-hmm. just in my life. I like having control. Right. I don't like anybody else doing, you know, so um, it, you start out seeing him, you know, in the movie where you can tell that, you know, he has to have things controlled his way. And he has to get out of this business meeting and hop a plane to get home in time for Thanksgiving. And for anybody who's ever traveled um, by plane, I, I've never, but I've, I've heard stories where it, the weather can cause you issues. And that's exactly what happens here. He right. just barely makes it to the airport in time for them to cancel his flight. <laughs> um, right. I know it's, you know, and then there's that extra added stress of, you know, not just having your flight canceled, but you want to get home to your family. and. Um, so then um, in comes John Candy's character, which is uh, Del Griffith. And he's this lovable, but very obnoxious person who ends up having an impact. Um, they battle the, like it literally says, the planes, the trains and the automobiles. I mean, it's literally how they navigate their way home. You know, if they can't, you know, they get on a plane, but then they get stuck in Wichita. Cars. I wonder why they didn't talk about the car. Yeah, <laughs> which is, a big deal <laughs> oh yes, exactly. but like you know I guess automobiles would cover that you know yeah but you know they have it's just like this this hilarious yet stressful way of trying to get home and to Chicago and it just it teaches uh Steve Martin's character along the way how to kind of you know let go of the reins a little bit and it makes them almost I feel like it makes them a better person you know they go through all this stuff and he ends up coming out of it with a friend that you wouldn't even think at the beginning that these two would end up being so you just kind of gave what you think the movie was actually meant for us to understand and mine's mine's pretty close just short I just think that it teaches us not to judge immediately Mm -hmm. because that's what Steve Martin did in this movie was he judged him. I will not. Okay, so I'm way too old to be on a period. Excuse me for too much information, but I am just an emotional person, whether it's somebody getting like family feud and they win a bunch of money, I cry. Right. <laughs> I'm happy for him. Right. But in this movie, when he was yelling and, and belittling, what 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 was what was John's name in the movie? Del. Del, yeah. Del Griffith, yeah. Yeah. Um I, I watched him from arguing back with him and saying stuff to listening to what was being said and just get so hurt. And yeah. tears just came down my eyes. I they did that scene really well. They did. I mean, and, and you look at John Candy's face and that, and it's like, oh my gosh. But what I love about his character, though, is that he didn't bail. You know, he got his feelings hurt, but like, you know what? The next day, there they were. 
as a team trying to get here and there like he just he took it with stride and just continued to be himself and <laughs> which was yeah <laughs> it was it would be a difficult person to chill with that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> So the, the the bedroom scene, I think, was probably one of the funniest to me to begin with. Yes. So um, in that part, <laughs> I'll just tell a little bit about that. But so they're they're stranded. So they they had started out driving, right? They got a rental car. Well, that was how it all started. Was because Steve couldn't his rental car wasn't, wasn't even there. Wasn't there, and that's <laughs> happened to me. Just want you to know, yeah. or they've been closed and they just live leaving me a key mm -hmm. with my name on it, and I have no idea where to get the car. Right. And I spend hours walking around the outside of the airport trying to find this car that I've never heard of before. Right. Mm -hmm. So it that it's kind of you know kind of like that, but so he gets pretty mad at the girl that's on the phone chatting away. <laughs> that is one of my favorite. One of my favorite scenes. Um, there's it? a few, but literally, you know, the poor dude gets, like he says, stranded out in the middle of nowhere. And of course, I'm paraphrasing because I'm not dropping that many f bombs in right? one sentence. But he was, you know, he was so sick of it as it was, and then finally he gets to where he thinks his car is, and this bus leaves him, and he has to walk like miles back, and his shoes are destroyed. And he, like he's fallen down this snow slope by the highway oh my gosh then he finally gets up there and she's gabbing away to whoever she's talking about to about turkey day and and she's like you know sorry we can't help you you tore up your rental agreement so you're out of luck and it just did not sit well with him <laughs> the stress was just i think too much at that point and that was one of his breaking points in the movie uh-huh um, go ahead, because I'm looking. I'm looking something up because I saw it earlier. Mm -hmm. But there's actually how many times did he say the word "fuck" in this movie? Oh yeah, and I I think that's the only scene. I could be wrong. Well, he but, said it a lot in that scene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it literally like if you've ever been just so bad that you just felt like you had to cuss, like that is the perfect scene uh -huh. for you because it's like he was just getting out all that frustration and I love her facial expression like you can tell she's dealt with this before and she's like uh-huh she's uh -huh. got scratch her head with that pencil uh -huh. like you know may I have your rental agreement <laughs> he's like oh, I threw it away oh I liked it then she said then you're yeah she's like oh lord he's like oh what you're fuck. <laughs> and I'm just like oh my gosh Mary. she got him back right back at him yep <laughs> yeah it's I can understand that type of stress though it's like where you just gotta if the poor person next to you is the unfortunate recipient of that <laughs> that rage and anger okay um keep keep talking about it keep talking yeah. about like okay but you know what I I find even just it, it makes me giggle but I love it is in comes Dell to save the day he right got it he got a rental car which then leads into the you know the hilarious scene of them flying down the highway and going the wrong way you know and it just like if anything 
rough or bad is going to happen, it, it's it's happening to them. Like <laughs> any potential issue that could arise, these four guys are dealing with it. But when they're going down that highway and you see those two semis and they're just wedged in between it and keep going and Steve Martin looks over and he's like, John Candy's in that, the devil get up. Like you could just tell at that point, he was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like he just sees and that as like the after, devil. Yeah. And this is after he had been in that car for such a long time sleeping and you know, he's, he's driving and doing all that stuff and going all over the road and yeah. Uh, and the other guy's just, right and i'm like i there's no way i would wake up like the first time you swerved oh yeah he gets that um, that jacket hook caught behind there and oh man 18 times he said the word (laughs) that doesn't surprise me it's just 18 times (laughs) you know the movie's funny but that part is like just a major major comic relief for anybody who's probably gone through that before right, I was like that's right. what I wanted to do but I didn't right didn't, you know <laughs> 18 times oh my gosh <laughs> so anyway they you know throughout the movie they go through all their different struggles <laughs> yes yes struggles is um, a good word. <laughs> let's see they stole um the car right they stole the car the um, the second one the one that no, they got well, no well what had happened is they actually switched credit cards when they were in wichita getting that hotel room so now i thought there. he stole it no it got switched so he had like uh the diners club card right and and then the other one was like the i can't remember what the name of the other was but it got switched so what had happened is, so he, John Candy's character went ahead and rented a car under. But he knew. Uh, his, yeah, he knew. So I mean, yeah, you could classify it as silly. He's like, well, I was going to send you a payment, but you didn't give me a chance to right. you know, add, find out where your address was. Right. And I was going to pay you with interest. And then that's right. when Steve Martin finds out that he's responsible for the, for the, the whole car. car. Then and then he's like, yes. And then he, you know, gives him a good punch in the gut and. <laughs> the poor man it's like but then, but then they he steve martin drives the, the burnt up car his hand burning <laughs> i was yeah. just like what yeah so you know between you know after they go through the semi and the, the the sides are all scratched up and dead and the mirrors are gone you know and then it catches fire which you then find out that his wallet was in the glove compartment. Right, so right. now everything's burned now they have nothing. any cash they have nothing so, you know, the top's off and yeah, he's like, he's still getting home. So, you know, he's driving down the road and, you know, get, they get pulled over and the cop's like, do you think this vehicle is fit for, Being you know, highway road, right. travel? They're right. like, you know, it's not pretty to look at, but yeah, because they just want to get home. So they're going to drive anything they can. Yeah, that was and, funny because yeah. he was like, uh, so, well, but he got pulled over for speeding and he's like, well, the speedometer doesn't work. Yeah. What he's else like, doesn't work? Enough, like, yeah, like nothing works besides the radio and the engine obviously all <laughs> right that, that's but, what as I a car inside is sizzling <laughs> yeah that that was a funny part for me too where you know john candy was like you know uh i i, I will admit that sounds about right on my speedy he's like but i'll lean up the radio works <laughs> just like you had that little bit of comic relief to that what would be a serious situation would probably get someone thrown in jail 
outside of the movie, you know. Right. Yeah. So then they have to, so the car gets towed away and then they have to stay in a hotel. And uh, Steve Martin's role was he had, he wanted nothing more to do with this crazy guy. And so he's like, you're on your own. So he showed burnt credit cards and all this kind of stuff. But he ended up, I believe he had some cash and he used a watch. Yes, $16 and a Rolex or something along those lines. It was a more expensive watch. And he got a room and he just left John Kennedy, just whatever. And I felt really sorry for him then because he that's the first time he didn't get to finagle his way into anything. Because he's right. been finagling all through this, you know, movie, getting his ways and whatever. Yeah. So he didn't get his way. So then he's in the burnt up automobile, freezing cold. And he's talking to, I thought, I didn't get it until later, but his wife. Yes. yes. Not talking on a phone, just talking to her. I yeah. thought he was trying to like stay warm. Right. Was- you know, just kind of, you sometimes talk to yourself. Or like yeah, you know, but what you would say he to started someone. freezing and if you fall asleep when you're freezing you you die yeah so I think that's what he was doing because he was so cold and I never thought of it like that yeah yeah, yeah because that's yeah so anyway so you can go ahead and, and go into the part where um Steve Martin wakes up or he's, he wasn't asleep yeah. he's just getting ready to go to bed yeah. So, you know, he's getting ready to go to bed and this is where you kind of see it. You know, you're already seeing a change in his character. You know, I mean, he bunks up in a hotel. Occasionally. No. Yes. He still has, you know, he's still himself, but there's a little changes, but this one here, I think was a big turning point in the movie because, you know, he was so mad and everything that had happened was mostly because something Dell had done. And he's like, you know, you're going to freeze to death out there. And brings them inside the hotel room and they drink out of the mini bar and eat like the peanuts or whatever and they just have a good time and that I think was like a turning point in the movie where you can thankfully see, there was two beds <laughs> yes as opposed to the other one where they woke up cuddling with each other yeah and touching things <laughs> yeah you know what's funny um I've got the dvd right here and it says at the top those aren't pillows edition yeah. <laughs> you know he's like you know, where's your other hand he's like between two pillows and then he's like those are oh pillows. my god <laughs> and they freak out you know so <laughs> like, yeah so it's the dynamic has then changed right you know they're no longer i feel like it's no longer just a uh, trying to get one person home it's they're both trying to reach the destination which is chicago right and not just getting Neil's character home, but getting Dell there too. Right. And then what didn't show a lot, but is important too, is that they did show parts where his family was waiting and wanting him mm-hmm. home. And his daughter was doing a performance that he was yeah. going to obviously end up missing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Thanksgiving. I mean, that, that was a very small part, you know, in the background but you know, because yeah. most of it was the traveling to get home. <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah, you hear, you know, he calls his wife when he gets stuck in Wichita and it's like, you know, you know, because of weather, right. and, you know, and he's like, I'm just not going to make it in. And then, you know, you see the, the daughter and she's got her Thanksgiving uh, perfor- day perfor- or Thanksgiving performance for school. Right. And, and, and he's missing that, you know, and he, you know, talks to Dell about that. Um, which is how they, you know, kind of brings up the fi- family dynamic where you find out that Della um, has a wife named Marie. 
Right. And which is who he was talking to or about, you know, but having she's passed away. Yes. And you don't find that out till, till the end, till the end, near the end of the movie right. after near they the finally end. do reach Chicago. Yeah. Right. And Steve Martin's character. Starts Wasn't that when together. they were doing like a telling the truth thing? Well, no, they, when they were doing the hotel, uh, where they were, you know, drinking the mini bar stuff and they were just kind of back and forth and talking about, you know, their wives and their families. And, you know, and he's like, you know, I haven't been home in years and, and, you know, I, I know Brie, you know, she understands I'm on the road. Like, you know, you hear him talk about it. Like, like she's in the present, right. like she's actually there. Right. And that could be just him not maybe coming to terms with the fact that his wife has passed. So when you get to Chicago and they go their separate ways, or you think Dallas going to go their separate ways, uh, Steve Martin's character starts putting the things together that he's saying, where, you know, like, I haven't been home in years and talk about Marie and it kind of makes them think. So instead of going home, you know, he circles back around and finds John Candy's character sitting there. And he finally admits that his wife, Marie, has been dead for eight years. Right. And it kind of just confirmed what, you know, he was kind of like, why, you know, putting everything Things together. Things weren't making sense, right? No. And this then leads up to what is probably one of my most favorite endings of any movie I've ever seen. I love the ending of this movie. So it tell us. gets me emotional. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if I get like teary eyed, it's because I just, I don't know. It's just an, an ending. I don't know. Everybody could look at it as like an ending, but it just, so they're, you see in the next scene after the train depot scene where they're walking up the street carrying that big heavy chest that you know burned <laughs> yeah yeah that that Dell's been carried around which oddly enough when he's um at the beginning of the movie when Steve Martin's character is chasing Kevin Bacon's character in this on the opposite sides of the street you know he trips and falls over that and you look and it's that right it's still it's still so he's been causing problems since the beginning of the movie and he didn't even realize it you know right. <laughs> so they're walking up and you can see them approaching Steve Martin's home and it's this beautiful nice family home and you know Dell's you know he's like well I'll just stay for a minute and his, you know and Steve Martin's character is just like well just come on and you know he rings the doorbell and the kid answers and they're you know very excited that you know their dad's, dad's home, and home. The family's all there yep and then you know he's introducing you know Dell to everyone but then his wife appears at the beginning at the top of the stairs she comes down and it plays um, Every Time You Go Away by Paul Young, which I love that song. Yeah. It's great. I love it. So, you know, she comes down and, you know, she inter- you know she's like, you know, nice to meet you, Mr. Griffith. And they just, her and Steve Martin's character, they hug and they give each other a kiss and just the music. And then it just goes to John Candy's character and he's just holding his hat. And you could just tell he was just so happy. But you almost, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, I love it. I don't know if it's a combination of music and just how well the acting is, but it's such a great ending to what is a very stressful and insane journey home that took way too many days to even get there. But, you know, then it's just nice because you see that total transformation of C. Martin's character at the end where he invites Del into his home. And it's not like, you know, just come and say hi and you're gone. No, it's like, come on, get in here. You're officially part of this. Right. I just, I love it. I think, yeah. So it it is a really good Thanksgiving movie to watch and make us all think about how important friends and family are. Yes. 
the so, unlikely friends you never think are going to end up in your life. End up being in your life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So we recommend that movie. And did we look up? So I rented it on Prime Video. I believe IMBD has it too. Yeah. Uh, Netflix does not. No, you can buy it on Vudu, which is what I did. <laughs> I bought okay, it on so Vudu. And I, I bought it on Prime Video and yes. because it was only $5.99. And I, yeah. like every movie, I always have to watch it several times because I'm too busy to watch it for the full thing. But that one I actually did. Yeah, I was, it's so good. But yeah, it you can get good. it on Vudu. Well, okay, a few years back, my husband bought it on Vudu because I was always trying to buy by DVD that always ends up getting stashed somewhere and get separated from all my movies so I um I like having the digital but I also like having the disc because I like relaxing on the couch and watching on the big screen and and, the, and my kids are just like really again I can't help it I love it <laughs> you have another tv in the house they can go watch oh yeah but you know they're gonna fight me every chance they get for that big tv yeah. in in most cases I'll you know if it's still early on into it or if it's closer to the end I'll just I'll get on my computer if I need to but I try to watch it when they're not home because I do tend to burn them out on my favorites and this <laughs> is one of my top 10 favorites so I, I have a little bit of mercy every now and then but in most cases I'll be like nope sorry about your bad luck upstairs you go to your room <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's talk about John Kennedy, a Kennedy, Candy, sorry, um, after the movie and what was going on in his life. Um, so we we know that he ended his life not by killing himself, but he died at forty three. So I think we said March fourth, nineteen ninety four. Yes, March fourth, nineteen ninety four, and this movie came out in eighty seven. Which was in a part where he was still big into movies at that point. You know, he had Uncle Buck and, you know, he had an earlier role in Stripes, you know. So he was in a a lot of movies. Right. Okay. And um, so we had to do some digging Mm -hmm. to find out some stuff. And so you can go ahead and say what, what you found out. And I've got some stuff written down. Um. Did not get written down where we got our information, though. Yeah, we'll have to get on the phones and and, and make sure we. I'll yeah, do that. Get on the information. Do you, Do you remember what you looked up? Yeah, I mean, I looked up a few things. You know, like I looked up um, after you and I had talked, and you told me that he had had a daughter. You know, I looked up her. Um, her name is Jennifer Candy, and she is thirty nine. She was fourteen. She was 14 when he passed. When he passed away. And he's got a son, Christopher, who was nine when he passed away. So he had young kids, um, you know, aside from just passing away at a a very young age uh, due to a heart attack. um, You know, he he dealt with his demons. You know, he had he dealt with, you know, obesity. It said a much uh, during a lot of his adult life. um, He was a heavy smoker. Um, and there was some reported drug use as well, which probably had all had an impact on having, you know, his heart, you know, his heart attack. Oh, so I think they also said he was a heavy smoker. Yes. 
And yeah. so if you put smoking and I believe they said that he had hereditary, like the, the family had heart problems. Yeah. I had read that his grandpa or his dad and his grandpa both had passed away of heart attacks. Right. So it's hereditary number one, and then you put smoking on top of it, which is going to be had bad on your heart. Well, and a lot of things oh, yeah. but it is bad on your heart. Obesity right. is bad on your heart. Mm-hmm. And he struggled with that most of his life is what I read. Yeah, it said, um, I believe this was on the canoe.com website. Um, what was her name? Is it canoe like, like K-N-O-E? It is said as, you know, his career kind of slumped um it said that um that at that point when he was kind of near the I don't want to say near near the tail end of making movies because I don't think he was at the tail end of making movies but in the 90s early 90s it did say that he had you know tried to live a healthier life he you know didn't he tried to give up smoking I don't know if I don't think he did succeed on that I'm not 100% sure but you know he he knew it sounds like he knew that you know, the odds were kind of stacked against him and he wanted to do what he could. Um, and that alone just had to be just scary for him. And, right. you know, I mean, you go from, you know, being, you know, a, a big movie star and, you know, I, I don't know if I've ever really heard anybody, you know, when you talk about, you know, any movies that he's been like Uncle Buck or playing trains with automobiles, you know, like he's such a, he has such lovable characters, but I feel like it was for me, like, I think that that's probably how he was in person. Like, I feel like I don't really have a lot of people who are like, oh, I didn't like his movies or I don't like him as an actor. He just came off as just this lovable, you know, person. I know um, he and Steve Martin were not friends when they filmed that movie and became fast friends and forever friends after that until he passed that's amazing Mm -hmm. i didn't know that that's that's awesome yeah so um he's got his wife rosemary hober was that what it was hober Hober, h-o-b-o-r i think it or yeah and um so what what we found about her wasn't a whole lot she never remarried um she did have a college background she was from canada mm-hmm. um she wasn't a limelight person right. uh, it said she was very caring and kind and uh, she decided to continue to raise her children on her own when he passed away mm-hmm. so they had two children a daughter um rosemary and I think she was 14 at the time that he passed. Jennifer. Jennifer. Well, yeah, Jennifer is the daughter. Yeah, Rosemary, which is his wife. His wife is yeah. Rosemary, yeah. Yeah, Jen- yeah. Jennifer and then Christopher was the yes. son. And you said he yes. was nine? Yes. And so we looked him up and he's, I don't know, we got two different stories, but I looked him up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, and the picture was the same of the picture we found of him on I just did a a Google search is what I I think it was on Wikipedia or something like that but um yeah it was the same person and on there 
he's an author and a writer and also does reviews on movies and stuff. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and I never did find the movies. I should probably try to do that. Um, Well, I know one thing that I did read about um, his wife is that even though she stays very private, that, you know, it did mention that the, his children were following in his footsteps. So she does, she does come out and support them during those times. So she doesn't stay, you know, completely off the grid, but it's nice that she is out there supporting, you know, her children, even though that's not, you know, like she never was an actress. She didn't do any movies or anything like that. That just wasn't her gig. And so yeah, I, I think she did a great job, all things considered. You know, she's got two kids that seem to be, you know, doing good in life. And his daughter looks exactly like him. Like if he ever you yes. know, to his family, I mean, she's literally just, yeah, exactly like him. Like he just threw longer blonde hair on him. <laughs> like shoulder right. like blonde hair. Right. I mean, she just, she looks just like him. And Christopher had his same eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. I think he agreed on that. Um, gee, I just read on today.com that this, this past March, mm -hmm. um, they actually, okay. So Jennifer was 41 and Chris is 36, just this past okay. March, um, honored their father in a touching post on social media and they paid tribute saying missing you always. Let's see. I guess they just did it in post on social media. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, okay. there's one. 2,819 likes. So they did these, these really cute uh, family pictures that were in black oh. and white and set it that's up awesome. on a really pretty table. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I wonder if that was, so how many years would have that been if, if it was that kind of an anniversary? Well, in 94 to now was what was going to make me do my math so 83 for me and i'm gonna be 39 so yeah take another 10 off of that 20 some odd years i wonder right? if it was like right? 20 i wonder if it was 25 usually usually people do it like at a certain number right yeah let me see here i mean we, we do a celebration of my brother's life every year well you know Hey, if that's what you want to do, I say go for it. So it's not it was this what, year you no, said it's gotten what? Yeah, March 4th, 2020. 27 years ago. Huh. So maybe it was just, you know, they were just like, you know what, we're just gonna do this. They were and, just missing him. Oh yeah. I can I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, what do you think? Do we have I, do we have another movie? Do we do we have a movie that we should suggest for Christmas? Oh, I mean, are we are we doing your holiday classics? Are we doing your Rankin Bass? Are we doing <laughs> Hallmark? I mean, I'm I'm a sucker for anything Rankin. Okay, Bass. so talking about Hallmark, I've been kind of disappointed because I'm watching the same ones again and again, like. Every other day, they've got the same ones on. I don't get that. Yeah, I think, you know, 
they do that countdown to Christmas, you know, like I think they started in October. I think, you know, my mom, she has the Hallmark channel and I think they started in like October doing the movies. So well, I don't did. know if they're just running out. They did. <laughs> like just constantly cycling through. They maybe. did, but they also said there was going to be 25 new ones. And all yes. I'm saying is like, I keep it on. I'm not home that much, but, but when I'm home and finally in bed, I keep it on. That's, that's mm -hmm. what I have on. And maybe four hours. I mean, like I might wake up or something and it's still on, but it's a movie that I've seen a couple of days before. Yeah. I don't know how they work the new movies into the rotation. I know that they're having movies every Friday, Saturday and Sunday, new ones. The new ones I think it's through Christmas. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure what time, but um, I know that that's when their new ones are. So how that fits into their rotation. I'm not sure. I don't really have a, a lot of the Hallmark Christmas movies. Like I do. My favorite one is Christmas and Evergreen. I think I've told you that before. I do love mm -hmm. that one. The whole family loves that one. I can get everyone to sit down and actually watch that one. You can. Um, yeah. And, you know, and I can, uh, but I'm finding I'm watching Netflix more right. in the Christmas movie department right. than I am on Hallmark. But, um, so, I mean, we can maybe pick something out of there or like I said, pick a classic. I mean, it's, there's so many good options. Well, what? Top ranked Christmas movies to binge watch. <laughs> oh, okay. What, what's, I'm intrigued. What, what's the top one? Well, I'm going to get there. It's so it says to key up the best Netflix Christmas movies first, stream Amazon Prime Christmas movies. I haven't looked on there. And then check lineup of Hallmark Christmas movies and Christmas Hallmark Christmas movie bingo. Oh, I wonder if they have like a, you know, like catch this movie this time and you get a, you can put a mark on it like when you're playing bingo. So the... The best one that everybody voted on. I, I'm sure you could guess this. I don't know. Is Usually it's a wonderful most life. Yep. Usually most I, people actually watch that on Christmas Day. You know, I have a confession. I did not see that movie. I just watched it for the first time two years ago. Yeah. And I love Christmas movies. I don't know what it was. I just never ended up watching it. And I finally did. And now I own the VHS <laughs> and the DVD and a digital copy. Because that's another one where it just throws in life lessons that you learn and the things that happen in your life that need to happen. Maybe right. that's a good one to maybe that's a good one to watch. I mean, everybody seems to enjoy it, but it also, you know, you see life struggles in that movie. Right. So I and, I, I think that should be our next movie that we to a yeah. yeah it's a it's a good one it's got a lot of things in it uh number two is a christmas story oh yeah see you either love it or you hate it i love it yeah and one. this one i didn't like but it's a christmas carol i love that one well now it depends on which one they've but had this, is, so this was many. made in 1951 the original with alistair sim yep 
because I think I actually think I maybe I'm wrong. I think there was one in the 30s that was done. I think because if you're gonna watch one, I think it's you got to watch the one with Alistair Sim. Let me look up real quick here. I for some reason well, I it thought says the 1951 interaction of the Charles Dickens classic is probably the most iconic of the versions. Yes, so there was one made in 1938. Okay. I thought there was. And it's um, Ebenezer Scrooge is played by Reginald Owens. I, I'm not sure who these people are, but Bob Cratchit is Gene Lockhart. And Jacob Marley is Leo G. Carroll. Hmm. Um, you know, I'll, I'll watch anything in black and white. So I, I will check that one out. But the Alistairsons, he's like, godfather of Ebenezer Scrooge's I feel like he's just he's good and yeah. and yeah I, I I personally I love that movie the next one I don't like it either it's how the Grinch stole Christmas that's my favorite I don't all like time Christmas Grinch is he's yucky I don't well are you talking Boris Karloff I'm just Grinch, or are you about, talking like Jim Carrey Grinch? I'm like just talking stuff. about the Grinch that's so mean. And I know. I you know what? He's my favorite. Character. I actually, yeah, I actually have. There's a stuffed Grinch back here somewhere. I, that's my favorite. But you know, I, I, I'm hands down, 100% love with the Boris Karloff. What where he's narrating. See, I, and, I'm not opening them up to see. You know, but this is this was made in 1966. Yes. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm okay with the Jim Carrey one. The new one, it, it presents a whole new, um, what was it? It was Benedict Cumberbatch who did The Grinch. And what was it, 2018? 19? I think 19. But it, it, it brings a whole new modern perspective to it. You know, Cindy Lou, who's a single mom with two twin brothers. And, you know, she's just like this independent, like, I'm going to go do this. And, I, I don't know. I, I think my kids like it. Okay, so if we I, do that one, if we talk about that one, I actually played Cindy Lou Who. In, oh, did in you really? Play, and I have the shirt that says Cindy Lou Who. <laughs> I'm thinking I need to see pictures of that because <laughs> I want to see you dressed up like a who. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is one of my favorites and it's number five, but it's Miracle on 34th Street. Can't go wrong with that. So, so I'm surprised that it's number five. I would have seen it right under the one the this is a wonderful life or oh yeah, absolutely. But that's number five. Um, you know what? I need to watch this one again because I don't remember how this one goes. But this was the Santa Claus. I just watched that day before yesterday with Tim Allen. With Tim Allen, yeah. Is it good? It is good. I love it. And you know, that is one set of movies because there's three of them. I actually enjoyed the second and the third ones just as well, much as the first. What did you watch on? Um, I have the DVD. You have <laughs> I, DVDs. I can't help myself. I collect, I collect Christmas movies. I love them and I have to have them all together so that I know where they are at all times. And eventually I'll get around to purchasing them digitally. But for now, you know, that would just be a whole lot of money I can't spend to get them all at once. So I'll buy here and there, but I, it's my DVDs and I can just send that over. I can bring that over to you. Okay. I love it. It's, it's a great movie. You know, okay. 
So this one I've never heard of either. Gosh, I, I need to look these back up so I can go watching them. Love Actually. That's a great one. Is it? I have that. I have a DVD too. Who is that? It, it looks like one of the guys that played in Friends. Is it not? It's Colin Firth. Okay. It's um, Kira Knightley. Who's the other guy? Um, <laughs> um, he played uh, uh, in Die Hard as um, uh, it's the bad guy. Give me a minute. And he's in the Harry Potter movies now, but I can't, I can't think of his name. He's in there. Um, yeah, it'll come to me. I can't click on it and get anything. Yeah. But that's a good one because it shows a bunch of these different families and they're, you know, oh, Hugh Grant. Hugh he's, Grant. He's the yeah. prime minister. Yeah. So yeah. you see all these different storylines of all these different people and that is another one that's got a really good ending too. I will bring that to you. I, a lot of people don't, I even think, realize that it's a, a holiday movie. It's good. My my yeah. husband introduced me to it and I fought him because I was like, I'm not going to like this. And I finally broke down and watched it. And then when the movie store was going out of business here in town, I went and grabbed it. <laughs> so I'm like, we're always trying to find it on social or on the streaming services. And we had a hard time doing it. So I'm like, yep, it's a buck. It's coming home with me. There you go. Not heard of this one either. I, I feel like I've always watched Hallmark. Yeah, that was just or like the ones you, right? Well, Lifetime has they used to have a lot of Christmas movies. It's oh, it's okay. changed so much. Like Lifetime used to be the women's channel. Oh, you know, guys wouldn't even sit down and watch it, and it's nothing like that anymore. It's still good. They have good movies right. in there, but it's it's not based on just women's stuff. Okay, see, I don't, I think I've maybe only seen like one or two movies that were lifetime movies, but I just the the t the app uh, the cable app or whatever you want to call it uh, that I'm subscribing to. It's the friendly the F R D N L Y or whatever. They just added lifetime and lifetime movie network, and I was like, I didn't even know that was still around. And, oh yeah, they they yeah. just changed it completely. So it's it's basically um i mean it's still drama but there's also there's everything there's there's average yeah. in there so well that's cool um yeah so there's more men watching it now and i think that's why they changed it up yeah because it was known as a woman's movie i, I remember hearing that yeah that was okay so this one i've never heard of either i feel like i've missed out on a lot <laughs> i'll be surprised if you know this one National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I have that DVD. Oh my have gosh! You <laughs> I know you have not ever heard of Clark Griswold. Well, I know who Clark Griswold is. That's National Lampoon's. Chevy Chase, right? Chevy Chase plays him. That is, he's that's National Lampoon's. So it's got Beverly D'Angelo, Chevy Chase, and it's got a, a young um, who pl he played Leonard in a. Big Bang Theory. Um, I am not doing good with the names. I just got Juliet Lewis. I think you're doing great. Yeah, and I can't. Man, I can't remember his name now. Um, Johnny. I can't, uh, I can't look up for you. I'll lose all my. Yeah, hold romance. on. I'm like, Johnny something. That movie. Oh my gosh, it's another one. You either you I, love it or you hate it. Okay, and so it's funny. That, it says it's everything goes horribly and hilariously wrong. It really 
<laughs> um, Randy Quaid is in it. He plays Cousin Eddie. If you've ever seen any of the National Lampoon's movies, you know that he's that's he's right. played Cousin Eddie this whole time. Um, like, hold on, let me see here. Uh, ah, Johnny Galecki, that's who okay. is. So he plays Russ, the son. Oh yeah, I mean, Clark Griswold is kind of similar to Del Griffith's character where he's this goofy, lovable yet irritating at times, <laughs> you know, person, but he's a family man and all he wants is for his whole family to be together for Christmas. And, you know, he, the whole main part of the story is, you know, not only just giving his family a good Christmas, but he's waiting for his Christmas bonus check from his company. And he works for this company, um, uh, Bill Murray's brother plays uh, uh, Frank, oh, I don't think that's right, but one of the Murray brothers plays the boss and he's, you find out that he's canceling the Christmas bonuses. So he's going to, Clark's character is going to bounce this check for this swimming pool that he's wanting to put in for his family in the spring. And it's just one craziness after another. And, you know, the Christmas tree gets set on fire and the turkey gets what? overcooked. And I mean, it's, if you like funny movies and you like Chevy Chase, you're going to love this movie. I'm going to bring that one to you too, because that is a much wash. <laughs> Where do you I'm going to load your week it up. Yeah, well, your week has been full. <laughs> like, I'm going to bring in over all the movies. <laughs> okay, number 10 is Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Which probably everybody's watched Home Alone. Oh, yeah. My, my kids, like, they will watch that daily if I let them. They they love the whole idea behind it. Of course, you know, seeing the, the two robbers get, get what for from Kevin is always hilarious, yes. too. And, you know, in the Home Alone 2 Lost New York, I thought that was equally as good as the first one, too. I loved that one, too. I, I loved that. Wasn't there three? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen anything after two, though. I, I'm kind of impartial. I, I like Macaulay Culkin. Oh, but you'd like So when movie. he was done, yeah, I might have to check it out. But I think this one also called, like, Home Alone, like, Snow Day or something like that, too. But they, they did a, they did a, um on netflix i think it is they did like a home sweet home alone or something but it's an updated version and we watched that the other day it was pretty good it brought in uh buzz the older brother character oh, okay police officer in there and the security system in the movie is the mccall uh, or um, that um what's the family's last name McAllister. they have like McAllister um um security systems Oh. And so you, you don't see um, Macaulay Culkin in the movie, but there's made reference to Kevin owning this. Okay. You know, thing. Yeah. But you do see Buzz's character in there and he's just as obnoxious as he is in the, you know, in the first two. And, you know, the kids liked it. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm a diehard Home Alone original fan, but yeah. that, that's well, what I think all, the whole family. Yeah, absolutely. Just the first one was the best. Yeah. Okay, this one I'm sure everybody's heard of. You've got mail. I've never seen that. You gotta see it. I have not. I, I know who's in it. It's Tom Hanks and May Ryan, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've just I've never seen it. That's one I'll have to check out. I did not even know it was a holiday movie. Yep. It is. Okay, so number 12. I I guess I didn't realize this was a holiday movie. Bridget Jones Diary. That's one I haven't seen either, but I do know it's Renee Zellweger and is it Hugh Grant? Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't seen that. And Bridget Jones is what actually got her famous Renee Zellweger. Oh, okay. 
So I was I was actually in her very first movie that she was ever in. I, told me about that. And it, it bombed. It bombed. Oh yeah. Wasn't my fault though, I promise. <laughs> Usually they put all that on the stars of the movie. I, I so like thought, like the I actually thought this storyline was kind of stupid. What what was the name of it again? I think you told it was me. called The Bachelor. Oh okay. and uh Chris Robinson was who played the bachelor and do you know who chris robinson is i do not but i'm better with faces so okay well you know everybody's name i can't believe you don't know that i i I know i don't know well he he played he played robin in all the batman movies oh um it's chris oh chris yeah i know who that is yeah i you i knew i didn't yeah i didn't realize Okay. I mean, I, I'm not a big Batman fan, but, you know, I had boys. They watched Batman, so. Well, I kind of feel like there's just only one and one only Batman, and that's Michael Keaton. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, but that's how, but I was first introduced to. Some people will argue and say Adam West is, so. <laughs> so, you know, what they say is since much of this movie takes place during Christmas time, we think Bridget Jones is the ideal holiday comp- companion, just the way she is. Okay, so then that that brings up what always seems to be a, a divided topic during Christmas is if, if that is movie is during Christmas time. And so they consider it a Christmas movie is Die Hard is it, a right? Christmas movie, right? Which, you know, I, I think it is my husband thinks it is, but we played that last night just to kind of be like, Hey, Christmas trees up. We're watching <laughs> the controversial. Is it, or is it not Christmas movie? <laughs> and what, what was your conclusions? Oh, it's a Christmas movie. I mean, he, he, you know, he, he sits the guy in the chair, wraps him with Christmas lights and sends him down the elevator. I mean, yeah. it's, and there's Christmas trees everywhere in there. Yeah. It's Christmas. <laughs> Just not maybe, you know, your silent night type of Christmas thing. <laughs> you know what I missed in there, um, which isn't one of my favorite ones either, but the elf. Oh yeah, I like that one. It's not my ultimate favorite. It's not my but, favorite, no. Yeah, but I I, I do like it. I, I like the whole idea. That was like William Farrell, right? Will Farrell, yeah. And Mary Steenberg, James Kahn, because he plays the dad. Okay, I bet you this one you didn't you've not watched. Okay. If you have, I'm taking you to lunch. <laughs> no lying either. <laughs> okay, no, I promise I won't. You'll be able to tell by my face. Okay. Pressure, like, you know. Okay. The year without a Santa Claus. I have not seen that, but I believe <laughs> that is a Rankin Bass film. I believe. Yep. Because it's got, is it, is that the one with the visors in it? The heat miser and the cold miser or winter miser, something like that? Or is that Santa Claus is coming to town? Okay. So it's up, it's up to Mrs. Claus and Santa's elves to save Christmas when Santa decides to skip delivering presents for a year. That's what it's. That is one I haven't seen. Like I said, I believe it's a Rankin Bass film. So that kind of surprises me. It is a Rankin Bass. Yes, because my husband, I drive him nuts every year because I go on a Rankin Bass binge. I've got Jack Frost on DVD. (laughs) Well, maybe we should get somebody from Rankin Bass to come on and give us a list of movies for us to review. Oh yeah, that'd be great if you contact it because I actually just joined a, a, a Facebook group, like a fan group for Did that you? because they were posting all the, you know, like the Rudolph 
and Frosty and Santa Claus coming to town. It's just it's good stuff. Yeah. Okay, this one I haven't heard of. Man, I feel bad. Like I, I, I feel bad. I do. There's just a lot I, out there. And you know them all. And well, I, you know, I have that, kids. You know what that these. shows? You have more time to watch TV. Oh, I know. Right. Well, you know, I became a stay-at-home mom when my, you know, I had my youngest eight years ago. So, you know, I just, but, you know, a lot of the stuff I'd see when I was a kid too, you know, my grandparents used to record onto VHS all the time. So, you know, we had the Grinch on VSS or VHS. We had Frosty. We had Rudolph with all the good 80s and early 90s commercials you know, in there. We came from such a big family that... I think I told you before that that my mom had 15 brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. And we have a oh, lot yeah. of cousins. And actually, one of my best friends is a cousin, you know, but they we were a close family. Like, that's who we all hung out with was mm -hmm. mom, mom with her brothers and sisters and the kids. And every one of us had a cousin that was our age or oh, three or the four best. or five. And yeah. So, you know, not that you always get along with every one of them, but my right. closest friendships are with my cousins. Anyway, um, we always got together on every holiday um, and it, there, it wasn't movie watching. We played a lot of games. Oh, yeah. A lot of games. So, yeah, we liked sitting downstairs in my grandparents' basement in front of the fireplace but you didn't, straight in the corner I didn't and, have 40 people. Nope. It was literally, you know, my aunt and uncle, you know, my cousin, he's a lot, not a lot, lot older than me, but he was older. And um, so it was just really my two siblings and I, and my mom and dad and my grandparents. I was okay with that, but you know, they recorded a lot of stuff. So I continued that on into my, you know, I'm like I said, I still have a VHS player <laughs> and okay. I watch my VHSs. All right, we have a VHS DVD player that we have oh, stored yeah. just because we have all of our family reunions um, yes. that were on VHS. And so, you know, we want to be able to go back, you know, and play them. So, oh, yeah. So it's stored, it's not set up, but it's stored for when we get it out and plug it in and yeah. watch them. Mine's, a, mine's in the dining room right now. Is <laughs> it? I got the it's a wonderful life VHS is waiting there to be opened and played because I found it at a garage sale over the summer yeah and then we have a lot of um so I did a lot of commercials when I was younger okay. and then and then when I was um an extra in that movie that we were talking about the bachelor we didn't finish mm -hmm. but um it was not a big deal at all okay it was it was just a side person so okay. it wasn't a big deal. It was a big deal that I spent three months in San Francisco, 13 hours a day filming this well, thing. Yeah. I mean, you're that was a big deal. That movie. was hard. That convinced well, me that I never wanted to be a, an actor. Um, but one of the things that I asked the director not to do was to like send anything out to my hometown. Um, and um, I got a surprise after I got back and all of a sudden I get this phone call from WMBD saying that um, they my name was sent in from the director of the film and, and <laughs> coming up the um, premiere in two weeks and they wanted to interview me and they also had a surprise for me when I got there. So I was on like, you know how 
on the news, they might have a two to three minute clip of, mm -hmm. you know, and that's about it. 20 minutes, they talk to me, oh, 20 minutes. And I mean, they asked me about the whole movie and everything. And then they brought out the dress I actually wore and oh, wow. said, so on the premiere, we want you at the, at the movie theater and we're going to have a drawing and you're going to give out the wedding dress that you wore. That was nice. all shock to me. Oh um, yeah. And the reason I didn't want it mentioned is because I didn't, first of all, like I said, it wasn't a big part or anything like that. I do have, you know, pictures and a big poster and, you know, all that. And, well, and as I, you should, I mean, you were in the movie. It's a, it's a memory. I mean, I, I have all that, but I, you know, I didn't have a speaking part. I think I said one, one line ever, but I, I was in it a lot. So okay. anyway, anyway, you know, of course I could tell about the whole movie you know, when they asked, um, but, and, it, and the, just the three months and in San Francisco and it was in the winter and it was raining every day. And I had to run up and down the hills of San Francisco in barefoot yeah. in a wedding dress, soaking wet, freezing cold. And you'd have to do it over and over again because you just couldn't get the scenes right. And it's, it's not always the glitz and glam. There's hard work that goes into that. Not. So anyway, um, Noel, I have never heard of that one. Okay. So it says that's a convex production. Um, mm -hmm. I know, you know, Penelope Cruz. Oh yeah. So she's in it and Paul Walker. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've it just says five strangers become linked on Christmas Eve in New York city by a series of events. So that's number 14. I better just zoom through it. Oh, wow. This is old. And I remember this and I liked him. I'm, I'm not into cartoons. I'm, oh, I, I, I like the real thing. Uh -huh. That's just a pet peeve I've had. So like growing up, whenever my kids would watch animated movies, go for it. But I wasn't interested the first one that I ever watched, my daughter like went over and over and over again with me that I had to see it was The Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, and I, I loved it. Oh, it's it's a good. I, love, I, I like Disney, but that was one of their better ones. Yeah, and then the second was The Lion King. So, oh yeah, and The Lion King I didn't feel like was even a kids movie. There like, was I thought a very deep, very deep it was movie. Deep. Very yeah. emotional, is emotion driven. Like that beginning scene, that makes me cry every time. There's yeah. nothing bad about it. It just is like it's powerful. It's a very powerful movie. I just I couldn't see like how a five year old could under, really understand a movie like that. Right. It, yeah. Really, to me, that was more of an adult animated movie. But anyway, right. Little Mermaid, and she picked that because I love love any movie that has singing in it. Oh, yeah. You know, so she knew. She knew that if I heard the singing right away. But anyway, so number 15 is Mr. Magoo's Christmas. I've never seen that. I know who Mr. Magoo is, but I've never seen it. Okay. Oh my gosh. I should I should know. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? So, but seriously, if if there's a cartoon of any type on that's holiday or like if when my kids watch Scooby-Doo, I'm right there with them. 
But okay, uh, I did like Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, but it's got to be the earlier. Who who did life. not like Scooby Doo? Oh yeah. Okay, Rise of the Guardians. I feel like I may have seen that. That looks it like has, like all the holiday like. Uh, see if you can see. Yeah. So isn't it like you know, like your, your Christmas and like your Valentine's day. Is that, does it have all like the different yes, holidays? It's got, it's yeah. got like Jack Frost joined Santa Claus with the Easter yeah. bunny and all that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I may, maybe have seen bits of it, but I haven't seen the whole thing and I don't, I couldn't tell you anything about it. I don't remember it, but I, I do remember that it, yeah, I think it took all the, the guardians of each holiday and they band together and do their thing. Now, see, I feel like this one that you, that you watch these kind of movies, this next one, but maybe not. The Chronicles of Narnia. I have not seen any of those. I think my, uh, Ella has, I think, but I have not seen any of them. So, so that type of movie, because the girl that's in it looks like the one that was in the hunt, Hunter, the hunting game. Oh, the Hunger Games? Yeah. That would be Jennifer Lawrence. I, I don't know. It may be. I'm not sure. Isn't there like, isn't it a little how blonde? Close you can see it, but it looks like her. Oh. Yeah, it might be. I can't see it too clearly from there, but yeah, I. Uh, it's snowing, so, but it looks okay. like her. Unfortunately, I can't, like, it was a Disney movie. Okay, yeah. No, I, that's one I haven't seen. You know, I'm surprised right. we know this come one, and I did watch this one, but again, it was, I was, had to be convinced, and it's a musical, Frozen. Oh yeah, I my youngest went crazy crazy over, over it. Frozen. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if it was at the time it came out or if it was kind of after the fact. But all I know is that from head to toe and from wall to wall in her bedroom, there was something Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get away from it. Now I think it's a very good movie, but it's a movie I can only have in moderation, and by that I mean like maybe twice a year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it is it is very good. Okay. Well, this one is really old and it's called Prancer. Oh, that's a good one. That's got Sam Elliott in it. I it think. does have Sam Elliott in it. Yes. <laughs> Which is a very good looking man in my book. Yes. Yeah. Me? Um, yeah, that's I you know, I may have bought that one from the movie store when they were going out of business too. So I think I have that around here somewhere too. Okay, well let's see if let's see if you've seen this one. So I, I'm just gonna say who's in it and you see if you can name it. Okay. Okay. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Is it the Christmas Chronicles? Yes. <laughs> we just watched both of those. Have you seen them? Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I love the first one the most, but I very much enjoyed seeing Goldie Hawn, Mrs. Claus take on a bigger role in the second one. They're great. <laughs> Netflix did a great job with those movies. How did I know that you would know that one? <laughs> Well, you know, my, the kids even asked to watch it. Normally I have to like really beg them to watch a movie, but no, my youngest Jennifer, she's like, I want to watch the second one. I'm like, all right. I was like, but don't you want to watch the first one first? She's like, no, we'll watch the second one. Then we'll watch the first one. I was like, it's fine with me. I like them both. <laughs> like, let's go get the popcorn. <laughs> okay. So moving right along because we're running out of time here, but serendipity. I have not seen that one. You know, I'm. I remember seeing it and 
didn't feel like as much as a Christmas movie and I think it's yeah. just because it takes place during the Christmas thing but it's a romantic Christmas movie um it you know what it doesn't even say who's in it but it was yes, in 2001 oh that was the year I graduated from high school and that was kind of where I was still very combative against romance movies oh so that's probably why I didn't see it <laughs> Christmas movie or not <laughs> okay let's try another one I'm, I'm gonna okay. give a name okay um Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I'll be home for Christmas. That was like a hundred. Okay. I'm 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 not gonna go through every one of them. I'm just gonna start naming people and see if you can guess the movie. Okay. This is like totally taking a switch here. Like I know, right? Did you ever see name that tune? No, I mean, I think I maybe have seen like on like the game show network, like reruns yeah. of it, but it, oh my God. Not, no, now no. that I can do name the tune. <laughs> you can start it. I know music. Uh-huh. Ask me who did the music. I don't remember. Oh, really? I, I don't remember names. See, I, I remember names of a movie or, or I mean of, right. of a song, but not always who sang it. Just right. like, now you're really good at movies and the actors names remembering those so is my husband like it doesn't matter how old the movie is or what genera it's in or genre um he knows them just like you do that's crazy (laughs) i'm like well okay for one he watches a lot of tv too so you know who does all the work at home i don't get time (laughs) i throw in my earbuds and most times i'll just listen you know i had the job i had right out of high school was working for the postal service Oh, really? And, uh, and then up in the town just north of here. And what they would do, you know, you have like long 12 hour shifts. You put on headphones and they ha- they would play movies. So I literally just got in the habit of listening to movies Wait. more than watching. What happened? Uh, well, I tried to press it. And then so it went all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> I've had that happen before. I hate that. <laughs> Not so a good scrolling screen. number I was on. Well, the last one you told me about was what serendipity, right? Maybe well, you guessed across like nineteen. Chronicles. Oh, yeah. Then, then Jonathan, I'll be home for Christmas. Serendipity. I'll be home for Christmas. I'm getting close. I skipped this one because it doesn't matter. It's just Mickey. <laughs> Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Oh yeah. See now, I like Mickey's Christmas Carol. And then the Grinch. Better. There's the Grinch. Oh, yeah. the- I'm surprised we haven't seen. Charlie Brown's uh I know I know we'll see I would have thought that would have been top 10. Now the princess switch I just saw that the other night have you seen the second one yes yeah I just we Jennifer and I just watched the second one last night that's that's a good one and the night before Christmas same girl plays it it's Vanessa Hudgens I think that's a good one too okay We're, we're we're doing the name thing okay okay it's a 1994 film, and it's based on uh, Louise May Alcott. Little Women. Her novel. Yep. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my favorite book. I have probably like three copies of that I book. Used, oh, I need a copy. I used to have. Oh, one. I will. Yeah, I'll bring you one because I anytime I see it at the library, I just buy it. I don't need it, but it's just if I can find an older version than what I have, I'll pick it up. But I got one of those little illustrated books when I was probably like nine years old. 
and I colored all the pictures in there and I read that thing till it fell apart. I just loved it. Okay. I will bet you lunch on this one. Okay. Um, there's not names. Okay. So I just have to tell you a little bit about it. Okay. Okay, so this holiday film featuring all kinds of little childhood characters, including Little Bo Peep, The Three Little Pigs, and Yes, Santa Claus, is a classic as it airs around Christmas every year. Oh. It's a classic. 1934. Oh. Boy. That was I've not seen it. Little Bo Peep. Yeah, I don't know. That's a hard one. It's called Babes in Toyland. Oh. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it, but I, I've never seen it. But I couldn't even tell, you know, I couldn't tell you what it's about. I just, it's just kind of one of those. What? what? Guess what just came up? What? Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Why For is that holiday? a Christmas movie? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because, like, it's, um it's snowy i maybe it's is this a holiday list or is it a christmas list do they but call it's it a thanksgiving this is this is a christmas the top the top christmas movies i don't know it, it's set around thanksgiving time and i i really don't think you see many like any christmas decorations i don't know that but is there's, so there's weird. our movie <laughs> that is so weird that's awesome that it's getting love though I'm excited to see it all there. Okay, another <laughs> another another one that is not showing the name. Uh, they look familiar to me, but a shoplifter and her prosecutor are able to find love together thanks to the magic of the Christmas season. It's very old too. It's a black shoplifter and white. Shoplifter and huh. Shoplifter and her pro her prosecutor, so the attorney that was prosecuting her are able to find love together thanks to the magic of the Christmas season. What if I show you a picture? Yeah, let's see a picture. I don't know. I don't know what that is. And, <laughs> <laughs> and here's the buzzer. <laughs> Remember the night. Oh yeah, I've, I've never heard of that one. Do you really? Yeah, I, I've never heard of it. Okay. Now, I don't know why this is down the line so many, but I absolutely love, I love her period, but I love her Christmas movies. Her, she always does a Christmas classic every year. As okay. She's a singer, a Nashville singer. Carrie Underwood? No, older. older. Like Reba? she was really, really country really reba is it reba i love reba and reba has done a couple songs with her but no she she has she has she does home she does she does the christmas special every single year and it's at her home it's all real dolly parton oh yeah my grandfather loved her music She's a really good person too she is a great person but she yeah. still has every year Dolly Parton's Christmas. That's awesome. Home, home for Christmas. And they just have the neatest family. How have we not seen White Christmas on this list yet? I don't know. Because this next one, like, I don't even know why I'd call it. It's got Jack Lemon and Shirley MacLaine in it. 
I don't know what the movie 1960. Was. I don't know. Honey, you're you're going downhill here. I know. I'm, I'm you're probably tired. Steam. Your brain is probably fried. It's called <laughs> the apartment. Never heard of that one. Yeah, either. me either. 1960. We're almost done. Um, this one, I it's got Eddie Murphy in it. Okay. Um, it stars Dan Aykroyd. Trading Places. Yep, you got yeah, it. Yeah, I love Dan Aykroyd's another favorite of mine. Okay. I, yeah. What else yep. is he in? Oh, he's in Ghostbusters. Uh, he's in Blues Brothers. Let's see what else is he in? I think did he make a new? Oh, yeah, he's in. Uh, he makes an appearance in um Casper. If you really? see Casper, yeah, well, at the beginning, you know, they, they find out that the house that this lady inherits or whatever is haunted. So you see it, you know, you hear the, the craziness going on there and he runs out and his ghost message in the morning. He's like, who are you going to call? And he's like, someone else. And he takes oh. off. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He's like, nope, not for me. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Okay. Um, this is the last one. So I'm going to give you the star's names. I'm not sure that you'll know this, but I'm not going to bet you because you're pretty good. <laughs> Ed Asner and okay. Maureen Stapleton. Okay. I saw an Ed Asner Christmas movie last year. Okay. Is it Yes, Virginia, There is a Santa Claus? Nope. Okay. Mm. So it's centered on forgiveness and family. That's the only hint you're getting. Okay, because I feel like there was another one that I saw him in, but was that the yes? I don't know. I don't even think you were born when this was made. So it's the gathering. Oh, yeah, no. But if you have a chance to watch, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. That's a very good one, too. And I believe that like okay. I don't even want to talk about this one. It's a lot. Oh, now one. you got to tell me what it. You got to tell me what it is now. And now I got to know. It's okay. I'm just gonna. It, it's made by Mattel. Okay, so is it a cartoon? Yeah. Okay. But who's Mattel's favorite character? A Barbie. Right. So it's like a Barbie Christmas thing. Barbie and the Nutcracker. Oh, yeah. You know, how are we not seeing White Christmas when we got Barbie and the Nutcracker? I know. You, know, you got to wonder what, well, it's intriguing to see, you know, when this list was made. Obviously, it's more recent and what kind of people they interviewed as well, because you get, of course, into the older generations and you're going to have, you know, your Christmas classics. You have someone like me who you know, I'll sit down and watch a 1930s black and white movie over anything new coming out any day of the week, but you don't have many people my age who do that. Okay. So, you, here's a black and white one. Um, hmm. It's a classic romantic comedy. It's inspired two remakes in the good old summertime and you've got mail. neither of those you haven't seen you've got mail mm -mm. oh you got to see that it, that's not a christmas movie but it, it's it's cool yeah 
All right. Um, it's this is called the shop around the corner. Yeah. That might be one to check out. It's like I said, I love, I love it. It does not is. say the people in it, just the ones that, that mm -hmm. the remakes of. So huh. and the last one, Arnold Schwarzenegger's and <gasps> jingle all the way yeah <laughs> oh yeah i remember seeing that when i was a kid and that his poor character what he goes through to get that toy for his kid is like he likened <laughs> it to the, the cabbage patch craze and the bee baby craze and the tickle bee elmo okay it's just it's his father's journey to try to get this toy for his kid for christmas and he strikes out and it's funny it's a good one okay so we are going to watch a Christmas movie sometime this week. Which one is it going to be? I think we should go with a classic that everybody likes. Because like I said, it incorporates your life struggles into it. It's a wonderful life. Okay. That's because there's doing. a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of topics that are touched on okay. in that. Yeah. That's what we're going to do then. Yay. Yay. Okay. Pick up the holiday season with the with the, the great one yeah and it's okay. black and white now do yeah. you have that one do you have that one on a dvd uh i know i got the vhs uh i think i have it on dvd i'll have to look like i said i've got like loads of dvds that are just that i keep out my christmas and i keep well, out i know my, i can find it on any of the yeah streaming ones yeah I, I think i did buy the dvd i think that's how i first watched it but yeah um I'll, I'll go look but yeah i keep them all out oh, i don't need around. it i don't need it i'm sure i can find it on any of the stations so. oh yeah i would think so this time of year but so. because it is what it is i'll probably have to rent it <laughs> just make sure you watch it at the allotted time that they yeah okay well thank you so much it's been You're fun welcome. yes and, it has thank you for having me yep and we will see you soon Sounds good. Bye, everyone. Bye.